0: This is Jim English, and welcome to my podcast called The Who Gives a Shit Files, and I really appreciate you listening, and if you listen to my podcast at all, you know that I love, love, love this time of year, NBA playoffs, Super Dave and I do a show, and I—you know it's just great doing it with Super Dave, because he's so passionate, and he's so knowledgeable about basketball, and he's going to be on sometime, sometime next week. And as I was watching the basketball, you know, first of all, you have March Madness. And how great was that, especially if you're a UConn fan. But it's just so wonderful, the parody in college basketball, where number one, number two, and number three seeds are all eliminated. That's never happened in the history of of NCAA basketball. And, you know, you watch all these young players doing their best and trying to strive for an NCAA championship, you see the upsets, you see the Princeton's, you see the Fairleigh Dickinson's, Florida Atlantic, a ninth seed. I just love when people are trying so hard to win a basketball game, giving their all for it. And this year, especially in the NCAAs, was terrific. And now it's time for the playoffs. And if you saw the Laker game, Or you saw Miami and Chicago. You know, some of these play in games have just been fantastic. It's like the NBA, I'm sorry, it's like the NCAA championship games. It's one game elimination, and these guys are trying so hard. And now that those games are done, we move on to the series now. And the series are so much fun, and they're so much fun to watch so I, since i 'm a basketball junkie and i couldn't get enough, I was watching the the Sacramento and Golden State Warriors game the second game that happened last night, and it was a brawl almost literally these teams are fighting for their lives i mean it 's a classic matchup. I love this matchup where you have the young eager team, wants to make a name for themselves, the young gunfighters, the young guns trying to shoot down the dynasty. And it appears that's what's going to happen, that the dynasty is done. They lost, they, the Gold State Warriors, who have won four championships in the last eight years. They've been great. You know, it looks to me like they're done but we shall see. But I'm watching and one thing I wanted to see is uh, I, I listened to Colin Cowherd and I find that I agree with him and I find that he is pretty honest and unprejudiced and he takes current data into into consideration when he makes statements and he was talking about the Golden State Warriors and the the Sacramento Kings game last night. And if you saw the game, Draymond Green and Sabonis, who had been banging away all game and – they were, you know, it's a rough physical series. Nobody goes through the lane unimpeded. You know, you're like a pinball machine bouncing off people. So it was physical. There's no doubt about it. And setting the contest context, it was very physical. And then when the Sacramento Kings had a four point lead, something happened that affected the outcome of the game. I think it will affect the outcome of the series. I think it will affect the outcome of the NBA championships. And I think it will affect the outcome of the dynasty. It'll cause the demise of the dynasty. The barbarians have invaded Rome and this is what happened. So, with about seven, eight minutes left, close game, back and forth, grinding it out. And so Sabonis, once again, I love Sabonis. Led the league in rebounds in both per game on an aggregate basis. I, I love the guy. He's rugged, he's tough, but he plays fair. And he got tangled up with Draymond Green and he went down and what happened is that Draymond pushed him down you know it was kind of incidental contact but he went down and he grabbed Draymond's foot and that is a bad play that is a bad play that's a flagrant one and that is what they called on him They called, they, the referees, called a flagrant one. Now, what Draymond did right after that is reprehensible. It is stupid. It is something a leader doesn't do. And what he did is he put his his foot on the chest and stomped down. Now, if people remember, oh, about 15, 16 years ago, in an NCAA playoff game, Christian Leitner did the same thing to a Kentucky player and he was not kicked out, but that was back in the 90s when physical contact was more tolerated. So what he did is he not only put his foot on his chest, but he put his entire body weight and vaulted himself into the air off Sabonis' chest. A dirty play. There is no other way to put it. A extremely dirty play and he was appropriately kicked out of the game. And what you have here is you got a situation where not only did he get kicked out of the game, but he is flailing about. He's making an ass out of himself in front of all of Sacramento's fans that are in the, I believe it's called the Arco Arena. arena. But Colin Cowherd went and said that he thought it was silly that Draymond got kicked out of the game. And I have to call Colin out. Colin says that he's America's honesty broker. That's utter crap. That's utter crap. This man is in his 30s. We're not talking, we're talking Draymond Green here. He's in, he's 33 or 34 years old. He's been through the NBA battles. He's got four, he's got four rings under his belt. He has got seven finals that he has been to. This man is supposed to be a leader. Well, that is not the action of a leader. Getting kicked out of a game when you're four points behind and ended up with a blowout. I mean, you know, the guy should not have done that. That's no leadership. Also, too, he punched Jordan Poole in the face to start the season off. So, what you have here is you have quote unquote a leader, and you have to give your props to Draymond Green. You know, a You know, if they had a Mount Rushmore for defensive basketball players, he may very well be on it. Okay, a Hall of Fame player, integral part of the dynasty, a second round pick who I believe he was the last player picked in the second round. And he, you know, and he has persevered, you know, and he works hard, but he's stupid and he's not a leader. You know, if he were a leader, if he apparently he's a leader in the locker room, if he's a leader in the rock locker room, he doesn't punch out his teammate in the beginning of the year. Jordan Poole, uh, this is shown, this has been demonstrated. Jordan Poole did not do what he did last year. You know, he was an up and coming newcomer, he looked like he was going to be able to be a you know, a 20 to 25% score, uh, a game score. And he took a step back. And that's because, quote unquote, the leader of the Golden State Warriors punched him, you know, punched him. And by the way, there was no fine. There was no suspension. They enabled this idiot. I mean, this man is stupid. How many technical fouls does he get? And you know, let's go back in history a little bit. Kyrie and LeBron playing against Clay and Draymond and Steph in the finals had too many technical fouls in a game and he got kicked out. And the the Cleveland Cavaliers eliminated the Golden State Warriors. I mean, this is not the action of a leader. And it's too bad because I was rooting for a close series, but he may get suspended. And, you know, because this, this, I love this matchup. What you have is you have a classic matchup between the dynasty, the king, the emperor, the You know, the top of the mountain team, you know, the best dynasty in the last 15 years in basketball because they're heady, they're smart, they shoot, they know their roles against a team that has got some unbelievable young talent, you know, like De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox, to me, is, you know, a fox. I mean, I think he's like one of the top point guards in the NBA. I would much rather him have him than John Morant. Yeah, John Morant is more spectacular, but when you're, you know, 11, 12 feet in the air and you come down, you're going to get hurt as what happened to him in his hand with the Lakers in the play-in game. Also, too, is, you know, Sabonis. We mentioned him. I love Sabonis. I love him. His father played in the NBA when he was in his late 30s. You know, he was probably, make it mid-30s, 34, 35, 36, and he was an all-star back then. And when he was in his early 20s, it's too bad we didn't see him because he, he played behind the Iron Curtain of the Soviet Union, and he may have been the best basketball player on the planet at the time, I mean, he was 7'3", he was smart, he could shoot, you know, he won Olympic competition, he was a great, great basketball player, but we never got to see him in the NBA because, once again, he played in the Soviet Union, and by the time the Soviet Union allowed their players to play, he was well past his prime. But but the Sabonis for the Kings now is a chip off the old block. Now, he not only leads the league in rebounds, but he is leading the league aggregately in rebounds. And if you listen to my podcast, what I'd like to see happen, and this was Justin Ingram's idea on one of my podcasts, where he said that because of load management, a lot of these players don't play because they want to do well in the playoffs, but they also want to protect their own stats. They want to lead the league in you know, in block shots or lead the league in assists or lead the league in points scored. And they do that on a per game basis. So if they would have done it as an aggregate basis, in other words, not the most per game, but the most in the NBC, ABC, sorry, the NBA season, you have Jason Tatum scoring more points than anybody, including Embiid, because he played more games at MB, and Sabonis was tough enough. And I love this aggregate rebound champion and per game rebound champion, Kevin Horder. Who, if you listen once again to Super Dave on the Super Dave and Jim show, he said that that Horder had a very unique stat. He moved faster than anybody else in the NBA this year uh, in half-court offense. He kept moving. The guy is a blur in a half-court offense. He averages – I love this stat. He averages 4.8 miles per hour while he's in a half-court offense. How about that for advanced stats? And he keeps moving and moving and moving. And he's a 15-point – Per game score, he shoots over forty percent from the three point land, gets about five rebounds, over a steal a game. He is essential to this team, and I love the fact that you know De'Aaron Fox. The Lakers could have had De'Aaron Fox, and they chose not to draft him. And you know, to me, that was stupid. Magic, I love you, Magic Johnson a great player, maybe the greatest Laker, him or Kareem or Jerry of all time, Kobe. Sorry, I can't forget Kobe. But, you know, he was an unbelievable player, but he was not a great GM because he picked Alonzo Ball as the second pick in the draft instead of De'Aaron Fox. And De'Aaron Fox had played him in the NCAA championship They played head-to-head, and De'Aaron Fox had 33 points and made the Alonzo Ball look slow and ponderous. And Alonzo Ball was a lot like Magic. He was big, and he could pass, but he wasn't durable, and they traded him away before too long— De'Aaron Fox is going to do wonderful things and be a perennial superstar. And wouldn't he look good in Laker purple and gold? Huh? Huh? Oh gosh. I shudder to think. Anyways, I'm digressing. And what happened is that you have these two teams, these, the young studs, the young guns and against the old veterans, the, the King of the Hill, you know, you know, Draymond, Clay and and Steph Curry and Looney, and you know, it it was shaping up to be a great series. And then, you know, six minutes left, four point four point deficit, Draymond steps on on Sabonis' chest. And not only once again did he step on his chest, but he vaulted off of him. It wasn't like he put his foot down and lifted up. He put his foot down and then used Sabonis' body as a springboard. It's a 270-pound man. Boy, does that sound like a leader to you? And Colin Cowherd was saying that it was silly he was kicked out. It wasn't silly. He could have injured the guy. It was stupid for him to do that. It was selfish for him to give in to his own emotion. We're talking a man in his 30s, well into his 30s, who's got, you know, once again, four NBA championships, rings, seven, seven finals appearances, and, and, you know, a ton of playoff and basketball experience. And what does he do? He gets himself kicked out of the game. Very, very appropriately so. And he may be suspended. I mean, he may be suspended. So what you're looking at is you're looking at potentially this stupid play ending a dynasty. Ending a dynasty. Because they're down two oh. If he gets kicked out for a game, they're done. They are done. They may be able to come back from 2-0 because they they being Golden State is not very good on the road. But I hate, I hated it. When Collins said that it was silly, he got kicked out. Absolute, he was absolutely wrong. Totally appropriate. You know, it was they should not, they should not even debate whether he got kicked out of the game. And by the way. Uh, Sabonis who grabbed the grabbed the leg which is not a very smart play either. He just wanted to slow him down. He got a technical one and Draymond Green got a technical two. I mean, he could have done some serious damage to to Draymond to Sabonis. So, you know, I I am just I'm really disappointed in Colin. I mean, I have to be honest with you, and the reason he did this, and the reason he stuck up for him, is because of the fact that Colin has employed Draymond Green on his podcast, and I can see how Draymond Green would be a good a good podcaster. Uh, You know, he's honest. You know, to a fault, he's raw. He's gonna be. You know, he's gonna call people out. He'd spit in the devil's eye. He's not afraid of anybody. But when somebody does something like that that puts a dynasty in jeopardy, I don't care if he works for you or not, you got to call him out. You got to call him out. And then what happened is Colin was trying to figure out who to blame. Okay? You can't blame. You know, my employee Draymond Green about this. We got to blame somebody else. So he said that Clay Thompson is not playing his normal game. That is totally untrue. That is totally untrue. And let's talk about the stats a little bit. Okay. Clay averaged 19.8 over his career. For these playoffs, he's averaging 21 points a game. And for last night, he averaged 21 points a game. He averages 2.3 assists. And for the playoffs, he's averaging 4 assists. For rebounds, he averages 3.5. He's averaging 5.5 in the two playoff games. You know, I mean, last night, he got 5 rebounds. Last night, he shot 55% from the field. He shot 50% from three point land. I mean, this guy, that is just, it's wrong. I mean, you can't say things like that because you're sticking up for one of your employees. And I get loyalty. I understand how loyalty works, but he cannot do that because it is wrong. The statistics do not bear out what he said, you know, and I just, you know, it, it galls me. And then, you know, being the, you know, being the NBA podcaster that I am and being in so involved with the NBA, I paid special attention to his, his next couple of statements on James Harden. And he said that he does not trust James Harden in the playoffs, that James Harden is only a shadow of, of his former self. now. Does he score like he did in Houston during his prime? No, he doesn't. But he doesn't need to. He has got Mbib, who is averaging 33.1% from the field. I'm sorry, 33.1 points per game. And he's going to be the scoring champion. And he's going to be the MVP of the league. He's shooting 54.8. This is MB. Shooting 54.8% from the field. Do you think he would have been MVP and the leading scorer if Harden hadn't led the league in assists? He's averaged 10.7 assists per game. He averaged better than anybody else in... The NBA in assists per game. Philly is the third best team in the NBA. And keep in mind, they play in the East. The West this year has been, you know, is, you know we've discussed on podcast, is not that good this year. You know, the balance of power has shifted big time, big time. To the east. That means that you're you're playing against Milwaukee four times. You're playing against Miami four times. You're playing against the Celtics four times. I mean, these are you know Cleveland, who I think is excellent. The Knicks are improved. So he has done an excellent job. He being hardened has done an excellent job. He is eighteenth. In the league, in turnover to assist ratio, which is amazing considering how much he has the ball. And by the way, a lot of the people that are above him in a you know in the turnover to assist ratio are centers like Looney or backup point guards like Tyus Jones. I mean, these guys do a really good job of handling the ball, but they don't handle a ball nearly as much as Harden does, nor are they, the defenses designed to turn the ball over like they are with Harden. Harden sees defenses that key on him and trying to get him to turn the ball over. So, you know, I think that this has been a excellent, really excellent NBA playoffs But I think Colin Cowherd has put his credibility in jeopardy because of his loyalty to one employee and then denigrating a fabulous player who's come back from two devastating injuries to have one of his best seasons while in his 30s like Clay Thompson. I just have an issue with it. So. Jim English, and I'm gonna be doing lots more of these podcasts. So I really wanna see a a really good series between the Golden State Warriors and the and the Sacramento Kings, but I don't think it's gonna happen because I think Draymond, through his selfishness and stupidity, is going to be suspended, and it will cost Golden State their dynasty. Thank you for listening.